millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman in Candy, where Joe Root today announced a team that will take on Sri Lanka in the second test match. And as expertly predicted by the Talk Sport 2 team, they will go in unchanged. You know, the guys are fully aware of their roles and you know, how they're going to add to the team and, and what they can do for each other. Um, and that's a really exciting prospect. Plenty more on that later to come, as well as a discussion about the biggest game of cricket to hit these shores in many a year. Sit down, listeners, and enjoy the tale about how a plucky nine-a-side outfit from TalkSport 2 played a full Barmy Army 11. Don't forget, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's Tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. And welcome to a very special following on. We are going to play a spot of cricket. Uh, we're at the Eskiria Stadium. Myself, Jared Kimber, alongside me, who's skippering the talk sport team today. Uh, proud honour um, for him. I'm sure he's called home excitedly to wake his dad up and tell him the good news. Um, and you've just come fresh from the toss. So, do we bat or do we bowl? Sadly, we're bowling. OK, well, well done on that one. Uh, we're playing, of course, a Barmy Army. They've got 11 players, we've got nine, so already we're losing. Um, so what's your tactics coming into this? We've got, a, a, we've got seven uh, bona fide TalkSport members, TalkSport 2. We've also got Dean Wilson from the Mirror and Ed Mallion uh, from the Independent. Um, so I guess the decision is, do you play the ringers or do you, are you, do you stick honourably to, uh, to what it is, which is TalkSport versus Barmy Army? Look, I obviously came into this thinking that the uh, Birmingham team would be slightly less fit and young yeah. and athletic. Uh, so at that stage, I thought everyone would get to go. Now I'm thinking maybe, maybe less so. Uh, but we're going to open the bowling uh, with young Sal, who uh, is, is, to be fair, the fittest looking member of our team. And he's just bowled a double bouncer in warm-up, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so uh, there's that. Well, look, we're looking at the Barmy Army. They don't even look hungover. That's the other problem. We thought they'd be out on the lash till 2, 3 in the uh, morning. But from the look of them, whilst... Um, I think some of them are taking vitamins. <laughs> one of them's got an outrageous pair of shorts on. Uh, there's only one beer belly in the whole lot. That is a problem. 
Yeah, and we've we've got a couple of beer bellies ourselves. So uh, look, it's not ideal, but we're gonna we give a red hot go, T- test test ground. So obviously we'll step up as best we can. Absolutely, England play Sri Lanka here, and now um, it's just gone that step further. Talk sport versus Barmy Army. Let's see how we go. Well, that went pretty well. Halfway stage. Pretty well. Barmy Army, 67 for 8. I, it sticks in my throat to say it, but last time I played cricket with you, you scored 100. Although you were out last man reverse sweeping LBW to lose us a game. Uh, four wickets on a hat trick. It was uh, it was an all-round team display, but your bowling figures certainly stand out. Yeah, it was ninth time I've been on a hat trick and ninth time I failed uh, <laughs> to take a hat trick. Failure. Yeah, I thought with bats out there, I think bats is the last person I saw take a, a hat trick in uh, professional cricket. So I was hoping that that would inspire me. It did not. I bowl, I tried to bowl a faster ball and knock the stumps, and it was slower than my normal leg spin. Well, in fairness, you did York one of the bowlers, didn't he? And he was trying for uh, one of the batsmen, and he was trying to for a, for a wrong one. But hey. Four wickets, you cannot argue with that. Uh, Salamander at the top of the order really setting the tone. Yeah, I, I, it was a bit of a risk, let's be honest. We, we probably had better seam bowlers, but he seemed keen. And uh, he might have bowled a double bouncer in the warm-up. I'm not sure. But that, that seemed to help when he actually bowled out in the middle. And uh, we had Ed Malian, of course, from the other round. They set the tone, didn't they? Took the new ball. They both looked like they, after their two-over spells, what might need a lie-down for the next week and a half. But they certainly took some wickets. Uh, less said about Sam's field in the better. Essentially... No. Well, no, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. I mean, essentially, he was fielding sitting down on a chair, um, just quite poor, really. He's got his shirt tucked into the front of his shorts. Uh, A mess of a man. Yeah, um, to be honest, at one stage, Bats had more fielding errors than Sam, but didn't Sam catch up? Um, (laughs) And, and, uh, you know, there's something amazing about Sam Allard. We're going to be, you know, thinking about him for years to come in many, many different ways. Yeah, whatever happened to Sam Allard is probably the most commonly spoken refrain in about six months' time. But uh, but look, it, we, considering we only had nine players, we actually fielded quite well. I think. The, the Do you know? At one stage, I actually had to stop and count because we managed to f- we managed to cover the field, really, didn't we? Can I suggest that perhaps the outfield's a bit slow, and that might have helped us a little bit? I tell you what, the outfield is rock hard. My left knee is bung. You don't want to be diving around or even running on that. It's uh, it's fit for fit for cows, really. Yeah, but uh, 67, mm. and uh, you know, I think that's an incredible effort by our team. And I really think uh, if we lose from here, we are terrible as a cricket team. And yes. We might be, we might be, but I, I think we, we shouldn't. In fairness, we're probably still a terrible cricket team. But hey, at the halfway stage, 67 for eight. And whilst you wait to find out, because this is really what this podcast is all about, let's be honest, you don't really want to hear from Joe Root. But look, here's a bit of Joe Root talking to Andrew McKenna, who, by the way, was pulled off two. First one, fantastic stumping. Second one, regulation, but wow. Yeah, you've got to have a good relationship with your keeper. And to be honest, me and Macca don't get along, so I'm shocked that he did t- two good stumpings off me. Actually, maybe you would have got a fifer. Anyway, here's, let's hear from Joe Root. Joe, day before the second test, a test match that you can, if you win, you win the series. How much of a driver is that for you and the team? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge incentive for the guys. Um, it's also, I suppose, a slight dangerous to get too excited, look too far ahead. Um, I think one of the things we did very well in the first game was we managed each session and um, we adapted throughout the game and, and managed to stay in control for long periods. So it'll be a similar sort of message, um, trying to really assess the conditions very quickly and, and try and get in control of the game as early on as we did in, in goal, really. Um, but ultimately, it'll come down to playing consistently well for long periods of time. And um, you know, when, when you see... The opportunity to win a series is dangerous to look too far ahead and I suppose our challenge will be to, to really stay in the moment. 
fair to say you probably only lost one session in goal, uh, the first one of the first day. You find yourself five down again. It, it seems to be that perennial thing with England. It was a great fight back, but I'm sure you'd much rather not be in that place to start with. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't ideal, but if you look at their first innings with the bat, they were 50 for five. Um, it, it wasn't necessarily an easy wicket um, to start on. You know, the morning session with that tackiness in the surface, it, it you know brought every every option into the game in terms of bowling. Seamers felt like they could uh, take early wickets with that new ball and, and it did really grip with a bit of pace as well so um, it was challenging it was disappointing you know you look at a first baller and a court down the leg side as well and it could have been very different all the same um, so of course you, you're always looking for areas of improvement and that's something that we'll want to try and get right this time around It feels like this is more of a seeming ground three spinners down in goal could it be a case that, that one of the seamers comes in whoever it may be? Look, I, I think looking at the wicket yesterday, it looked a lot drier than you'd normally expect it to be here. Um, we'll have another look at it today and make a final call on things. But um, yeah, the, the, the history would suggest that the one days would suggest that one thing you don't get is that the lights and the uh, you know the dew factor that you might get in one day cricket. So uh, it, it's important to look at the history of the ground and how things have happened in the past. But we have to also stay very true to what's right in front of us and, and not overlook that. So, and uh, give ourselves the best chance of, of taking those 20 wickets. If it looks like it's going to spin, then you know we, we've got three quality spinners that uh, did a fantastic job down in goal. You've always been very strong on, we'll pick the best team for each individual match. But how much of it as well is there a, a part of you that you want to be loyal to a team that's just done a job? The team has just won its first ever test match down in goal. Um, a difficult place to go and do that. Is that sometimes a difficult balance? It is a difficult balance. Um, and, you know, I think... It takes a strong group of characters to understand that and a strong squad of players to, to get their head around that and I think that's one thing that we've got. Um, you know, one thing that, that that 11 players did was show that they could you know, perform in those conditions um, and if it does look similar at all, uh, obviously that's going to be a strong side to, to contend with. And The beauty of this squad of players is you look at the, so many different options and teams that you could go with and you feel that you've got all bases covered and... Uh, you know, the guys are fully aware of their roles and you know, how they're going to add to the team and, and what they can do for each other. Um, and that's a really exciting prospect, knowing that you know, regardless of the surface, we, we're we going to be uh, able to, to create chances and, and to score big runs as well. Is there a part of that that if someone misses out, you have to sit down and explain it to them why? Or actually, is it so strong within the group that people will just say, OK, I know they're picking the best 11 for this game and I understand that? I think it's an element of both. I think as a... As a player, you want clarity and you want to know why you're not playing and um, not involved in the eleven, regardless of if you've played the game before or not. Um, but at the same time, we've we've come here as a squad of players to do a, a job and to, to try and do something that we've not done in a long time, winning this part of the world. So, you know, there, there's of course you'd be, you as captain would be disappointed if guys. You know, weren't hurting if they were left out of, of the final 11 but the, um, you know, trying to get the, the idea across that it's it's about more than that it's about this group doing something special collectively Just finally, Sri Lanka have had to make one change we know that Dinesh Chandimal has been ruled out new captain, sometimes new ideas what are you expecting from Sri Lanka this game? I'm expecting them to, to come out with a point to prove um, You know, they're a good side they've got a very good record at home and, and at this ground and you know they'll they'll want to 
to put things right after last week. England captain Joe Root with Andrew McKenna. And you just have to imagine there's been some uh, mad diplomacy uh, skills being undertaken behind the scenes in the build-up to this test match. Uh, which takes place on Wednesday. You can listen to it live and exclusive on TalkSport 2 and across on TalkSport uh, earlier in the day as well. Um, look, we're, we're not party to any assurances that have been made to any players and you would assume that nobody's told that they will definitely play a test match before one's taken place. But you can, um, you can understand that there might be a couple of big players in that dressing room who are going to be hacked off if they're not involved in the uh, 11 for the second test, which gets underway shortly. Yeah, definitely. Um, be very interesting. I suppose Butler is one, Broad is another. They would have expected to play, and now, you know, things have got just a little bit more interesting, haven't they? I mean, you know, the whole adage, it's easier to get into the team than uh, out of it. I don't think that really plays out anymore, does it? Oh, hello, youngster. High five. How you doing? Hi, say hi. Say hello. Hey, hey, how you doing? What's her, what's her name? Ma- My name is Masha. Ah, wow, very, very pretty. You're from? We're from, uh, well, I'm from England and he's from Australia. Australia? Yes, we're not quite as uh, friendly okay, back home. You. Yeah, you too. You. See you later, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cute kid. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that's one of the refreshing things that's come about from Ed Smith, really, uh, coming into the uh, position as national selector. You know, uh, team selection meetings used to be quite dry affairs. Oh, look, there's a couple of monkeys up there. Look at that. A couple of monkeys up there. You can have a little photo. We can tweet it out as part of this podcast. He looks pretty chilled, that one, doesn't he? Oh, mummy's up here, is she? Well, let's go and have a look. Um, Sri Lanka, though. Yeah, I said that. Sri Lanka. Sorry. They're in all sorts. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sri Lanka in all sorts, though, I think it's fair to say. I mean, from the neutral observer. As uh, Mummy Monkey comes over to see if uh, you're going to give her any food, and you're not. What a red face. Looks a bit like us walking up this hill. Um, It's difficult to see what... uh, So Sri Lanka going into this, Lackmouse has come out and said, look, if we're going to win this test match, we're going to have to do it favouring our conditions. So it's going to be spin-spin. It could be a three- or four-day test match. But it's got the feeling that England have got that covered as well. Yeah, I, it's interesting. That was my first thing, thinking there was, uh, do they have the better spin? Is that their, their favourite? I mean, they have a bunch of young quick bowlers. Um, we, saw, we saw some of them in, in the Wandayas, and um, we saw, you know, Chimera and Rajith, mm-hmm. and I think Lachmau bowled really well last test. He, it was a terrible pitch for his kind of bowling, and I still thought he bowled quite well. So, um, look, look, it's interesting. I'm not sure there's a pitch they can come up with that suits them, though. They're just not quite as good as England at the moment. They're a bit of a shambles. Uh, talking of shambles, shall we uh, look back at what was the big cricket game taking place this week? Uh, Barmy Army 11 against uh, TalkSport 9, TalkSport 2, 9. And we are most triumphant. Uh, four wickets for yourself, two for Sal, two for Ed from the Independent. Uh, and then when we came out to bat, uh, Dean Wilson um, really stepping up and guiding us home. However, talk me through that final over because... With the Talk Sport team needing seven to win, I think, it went right to the wire, but not in a way any of us would have expected. It was, n- it was maybe the worst over of cricket I've ever seen. Um, so, uh, some poor chap had, had come on to bowl the last over and got the yips. And 
missed the square a couple of times. And then when he did get it on the square, the ball was so slow and sort of bouncing in such a weird way that Maka couldn't hit it. Now, I said to Maka before he went in, you don't have to go in, Maka. Tell me how you feel. And he went, no, I'll be fine. He was not fine, John. He's not fine at all. I don't know how many wides there were in that over, but I'm assuming close to seven. I think Bats got a single early on. I think the rest of the runs might have come from this guy not hitting the pitch. We got down to the last ball, and uh, we only won because he bowled another wide, which Maka missed again. Um, it was, uh, I mean, there's video of it, but look, if you like cricket, it maybe it's not best for you to watch this. But a proud victory nonetheless, as we walk up to a really noisy dog. Shut up, go away. Yeah, we'll keep this in. But yep, 24 hours from now, it will be the second test match. You can hear it live and exclusive on Talk Sport 2. Bowls. Folks, yes! Folks, the bowler, and Ben Folks has a hundred on debut. Oh, is that instant? And Rashid has gone straight past the charging Chandimal. To Keaton Jennings, he pulls it. Yeah, it's short. Turns around the corner, and it goes to that fielder who wasn't saving the single. Keaton Jennings has a second Test match hundred. Well, I feel very proud, young man. What a partnership. Goff and Atherton. Did we have a bat together, others? Or? If we did, it wasn't for long. <laughs> <laughs> Down the next side, there's appeal for a catch. Up goes the finger, he's gone. Burns has been burgled down the leg side. That is massive over mid-wicket. That is six and then some. Tomorrow's show will broadcast live from Palakelli Stadium. The moment play ends on day one of the second test. You can hear live and exclusive all the action throughout the day on TalkSport 2. Mark Nicholas, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Gareth Batty will talk you through the action and you'll get to hear from the main players from the day. This has been Following On and to never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. TalkSport at the test. England's winter tour of Sri Lanka. Exclusively live on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.